Welcome to Build Better Brands. I'm Danielle Clark, and this show is here to provide insights, techniques, and strategies to help you establish a better brand with confidence and clarity. We're on a mission to help as many people as possible start and build stronger brands so they can create happier, healthier lives for themselves and those around them. Hi, Emily. Uh, welcome to the show and thank you so much for joining us today. Um, Emily, you are an independent illustrator, animator and designer and you're based in lovely Sheffield in the UK, which I'm still yeah. yet to visit. I need to sort that out. <laughs> yeah, no. <laughs> I think Birmingham and Sheffield for me are like up there, yeah. you know. I mean, God, Commonwealth Games have been amazing. Yeah, they've been incredible. We're up in Birmingham. Love yeah, it. I'm very proud to be a Brummie right now. Yeah, um... I can definitely imagine. Yeah, <laughs> I, I'm fingers crossed hoping that Sheffield get Eurovision and then we can have something like that and it'll be like, yes! yeah. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, Eurovision. Yeah, that's that would be really cool. Really cool. Mm. Um, yeah. So you've been running your business since 2020, I believe. Yes, um, yeah, that's right. Yeah. How's it going? Yeah, it's uh going good, I think. Yeah. I mean you you were there back at the very beginning, I think, weren't you? Yeah, I'll never forget that. Um obviously, yeah, when that pandemic hit and kind of fell into it really. Um so I was sort of in between my jobs, um, changing jobs to a higher position, you know, doing the doing the whole climbing the ladder, um, sort of malarkey. And uh yeah, then my, my new job fell through, which um sort of plunged me into the freelance fun side of things but obviously a very difficult time <laughs> but um it was definitely in the pipeline for me but it just came a bit earlier than what I wanted um but yeah I think overall it happened happened for a reason maybe um but it I think definitely for the better like I'm, I'm at where I want to be now and um you know I remember you were such a massive part of me starting out which is it's such a cool thing now that you know we're doing this and it's just, you know, we always see each other's work and you've always been such a massive support of mine. And like, you know, I, I wouldn't have got half of the jobs that I got starting out if it weren't for like your recommendations and your kind words and your positivity. And it's just, yeah, it's always been a massive, massive bonus for me. You know, massive push. So oh, wow. big, big love to you. <laughs> yeah, oh, I was not expecting that. <laughs> it's true, though. It's true. It's so true. You know, I mean, you know, I'm going into the industry, I'd already been in it working full time, but freelance wise, I knew freelancers, but I, you know, I mean, God, we were all working from home, which we obviously still are a lot of us. Um, but, you know, fresh out of nowhere, you know, I didn't have any clients. I didn't really have any connections apart from people that I'd met or worked with, which was still, to be fair, massive, massive um, positive, you know, part of yeah. doing it that I had some connections. But, um, you know, I'd not been experienced in freelancing. So I'd done it part time, really, like outside of my full time jobs. But, you know, going full time was such a big jump. And um, obviously there was not much choice in it. But, you know, it, the fact like, you know, impacts like yourself, like who did help me, you know, it's not something I forget. You know, why would I forget that? um so yeah I can't remember what the question was now I'm we're going to be doing this a lot today I think it's okay it's <laughs> fine it's, it, it, it was just no but thank you I, I need to take this moment to say thank you so much um that was really unexpected and yeah I I appreciate that and I think that's what 
that's what I'm here to do really mm. I I genuinely want to help people that I see that have real talent and are making making positive changes in the world be it creatively or you know through um services I provide you know whether trying yeah. to improve people's health or you know I know you've worked with some you know charities and things like that um yeah so yeah no I, I really appreciate that um yeah I was just asking you how it's going really and oh yeah that were it yeah <laughs> <That was> it. <laughs> <laughs> I must stick to the question. <laughs> no, but it's all good. It's it's let's go with the flow. Um, but it sounds like it's been going well. Um oh yeah, yeah. Which is good. Slowly um, but surely got better and better. And, yeah. But I mean, been very fortunate really, especially that first year where I wasn't really expecting to get a lot and it, it did sort of consistently flow. Um, I mean it was a sort of time where I was accepting pretty much anything. So it was like bread and butter work as well as portfolio pieces um but you know I was looking to get anything really considering but um yeah it's sort of the sort of um I'm sort of reaping the benefits more now that I've kind of got my portfolio up to scratch now my freelance portfolio what I'm kind of wanting to pursue more I've got a clearer vision of what I want and it's sort of yeah it's coming together now (laughs) good that's awesome one thing I must say is you do have a very you have a very distinctive style and whatever you kind of put out, whether it's for a client, whether it's for, you know, your own kind of branding. Um, when I see a piece of work or content, I know that it's yours. So oh, did it take you but... long to develop a style? Yes. <laughs> yeah. <it's> okay. <laughs> I mean, it's still, it's ever, it's ever sort of go, going, you know, ever changing and ever evolving. Um, and it is something that I know so many people struggle with, you know, I mean, even you, you saying that to me is like the biggest compliment, <laughs> compliment to me. I know some people really ad- admire the fact that their work is really diverse. And I know that some people really kind of want to hone in on a sort of visual aesthetic. Um, and it's so you want, everyone wants to be unique, don't they? Everyone wants yeah. to be different. And, you know, I think it's inevitable in this day and age that nothing is entirely unique. Nothing is entirely um, different you know um obviously some some things will perhaps break that mold and be like every soften it'll be like wow that is actually something that's very very different but um I think what I've kind of battled within myself over the years is what can I be doing that makes me happy instead of what's gonna change the world and will I be immortalized by you know which you know <laughs> the bigger questions of life yeah. um you know it's that sort of philosophy I guess I thought where you I'm sort of who am I trying to please with this is it going to be is it the art directors is it the clients is it my peers is it is it someone to remember me you know and is it is it something that's bigger than myself you know it, it's I think asking them sort of questions has got me nowhere so I, in the end I've kind of thought what is it that makes me happy what is it that I've enjoyed doing the most and through process of elimination whether it's projects or personal work I've kind of tried to get to a place where I, I've sort of found what is most fun for me to do and it's sort of animation fruit characters character design illustration um not much graphic design nowadays traditional but I sort of do it from time to time obviously it's my background um and I still enjoy it but it's sort of a different sort of satisfaction I think Uh, the sort of portfolio pieces I put out here and my more illustrative animated pieces but yeah um 
again i've forgotten the original question no but... <laughs> it's fine honestly don't worry about it don't worry um so yeah i was just talking about your style and oh yeah yeah, yeah. It, did. It, it took it did take quite a while i think sorry um i mean from sort of my studies i kind of like i sort of thought i didn't really know what i wanted to do so, i mean i knew i wanted to be creative i've always known that sort of root is what i'm in um, but I didn't really know what it was going to look like. I know some people go fresh out of their studies or fresh out of, you know, um, you know, draw, drawing for fun and it, and it kind of falls naturally for them. Um, and I, I didn't, it didn't really, I wouldn't say it came naturally really. Mm. I've, I've had to kind of try a lot of different things. Um, I knew I wanted to kind of go into animation, but then it's kind of like, oh, what do I want to be really textural? Do I want to be more digital? And I've kind of slowly become more digital. Um, sort of it's just trying different things really yeah. but it did take it took took quite a long time and I'm sort of only just now finding where where I where I fit and what I like and what I want to show more of okay. but yeah I, I think there's no pressure with stuff like that you know you you can't force something you know you've got to just try it until it feels right I think yeah yeah try it until it feels right and I think through doing that it's obviously allowed you to work with some quite big clients now you've worked with Vodafone and Hooch and Aldi and then obviously smaller more independent brands like Terrace Goods um, as well as illustrating for up-and-coming book writers what have you enjoyed working on the most oh my gosh oh that's a big question (laughs) (laughs) yeah um oh it's a hard one that yeah like um God, I don't think I can pick one. I really don't. Yeah, it's, it's okay. I think I think because um I've kind of, I kind of have always been in quite varied roles where I've done multiple things. Um, I really couldn't choose one because I I love doing like book covers. I love doing animations. Um, I really enjoyed the documentary I worked on recently. Um, for Core and that was fun. I really enjoyed that. Um, but it's really hard to say. Yeah, because there's different benefits from all. Like um working on the children's book with Camilla Woodburn, who I know that you put us in touch yeah. again, you know, another example <laughs> of why you're awesome. But um, yeah, she's, she's, she's so fun to work with and she's so talented and such a hard worker. Um, it's like the positive was just the whole relationship with me for that. And the, it's that dynamic. And sometimes um, I won't, I won't speak to someone quite as much as what I would Camilla but I'll I'll enjoy the output and it'll be like oh my gosh this this is so different of us like the documentary that was quite different for me um as an output uh, I'd not done something like that before um where I made animations that were going to be dispersed through quite a longer film and that was that was really fun I like that was really different um but yeah I really can't choose one okay, um that's fine I, like, I, I do I, <laughs> I tend to like animated illustrated work that's mm. kind of my bread and butter what I do really really like but I quite like being thrown curveballs where I'm like oh that's this is quite different um at the minute I've worked on a project that I've really enjoyed but it's been quite um hard work I've kind of pushed myself in terms of how 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 much I can do in a certain time with the, the deadline mm. um but the output for that is it's it's still sort of in that same vein of like illustrated animations but I'm not doing the animation so it's it's gonna be it's quite a different one for me but um again that, that I've enjoyed a lot cool. um for for a fun client again and yeah it's just I think the variety is quite fun when you get different things but they're all for different reasons I couldn't yeah. possibly pick one <laughs> Terrace is my Terrace is like my baby Terrace yeah. good so I, that is always quite close to my heart um 
yeah I can't yeah. I can never remember what I've done so I forget <laughs> which one yeah that's that's cool and you know you talked about you working with um corn and the fact that the the project has been slightly different and you've had to yeah. push yourselves in terms of deadline and not maybe having um as much um control over like the animation and stuff like that how how does that work when you're having to do something slightly different you're working with a bigger client how does that impact your confidence you know a, a lot of people suffer with imposter syndrome I still do sometimes yeah massively yeah what do you do to overcome it um I guess it's sort of after each experience I sort of think again it comes down to enjoyment did I feel good from it afterwards did I feel confident in it sometimes I'll have not felt as confident in it until afterwards and then I'll feel more confident because I've kind of done something that I've been a bit uncomfortable with um, most of what I go off kind of goes off doing something I'm uncomfortable with so um, if I find I haven't enjoyed it and I haven't got anything from it I'll be like well I know not to do that again <laughs> I know not I know that I know that didn't really work for me you know um, again it is I think life is just such a massive try and fail or try and succeed kind of suck it and see sort of thing and um, it's like I did a talk which I know that you was like okay this podcast is ready now because yeah. you did that talk. <laughs> so that talk was a good example of something that I really was like, okay, uh, it's sort of something that I might have been more confident at um, pre-pandemic. And then I found that I've not done anything like it for a long time and I'm not, not that confident with it. I was really close to turning around in the car on the way there because I was just shitting myself. No um, way. Are we allowed to swear? Yeah, it's, yeah, it's fine. Or um, beeping myself. No, that, that could be so bad. <laughs> no, we'll not do that. <laughs> oh, my God. Right. Okay. Forget I said that. But, um, yeah, basically, um, well, yeah, I was just really nervous. And then after I did it, I felt really good because I was like, oh, okay, I've pushed myself. This has made me feel good um, because I've done something that I didn't really want to do and I could do it again ne- next time and I'd be more confident at it. Um, well done. But what... Yeah, thanks. I mean, it's it's something that I know a lot of people do really well at and some people struggle more with. And I'm a bit of a coin flip whether or not I'm going to be very confident or not. <laughs> so, um, you know, it went okay. But the fact that I've overcame that nerve to do it was good. Made me feel more confident. Um, when it comes to sort of working with different size clients, um, I find that um, when I work more with a small client, I have I have to have my fingers in more pies regarding production and sort of deliverables uh, normally when I'm in a bigger with a bigger company they have loads more people working on different things and I'm a, co- a smaller cog in a bigger machine so it sometimes I'll I'll be less there's less pressure in one way because I know that there's less to do but I'm sometimes more tight for time with deadlines or there's more people that I need to consider rather than it all being in one head on my own if you know what I mean yeah um so it's there's different challenges to both what in one aspect smaller client I've got to be I've got to do several people's work really and then in a bigger company it's distributed but we've kind of got to liaise more so we're all on the same page so you've got to kind of be a bit more on that and um yeah sometimes obviously obviously there'll be an art director or creative director that you've got to kind of like get the go-aheads from and yeah it's it's sort of like you've got to get out of your own head and speak to other people to kind of obviously it's a team more teamwork I'd probably say yeah um, 
So yeah, just different juggling acts with both, I think. Um, but yeah, I think, yeah, you, you know, a lot of people I know don't like working with agencies and I know a lot of people don't like working on their own with something. They prefer to be with another person to kind of bounce off. Um, and it just depends how you work, really. Mm. Um, I'm I'm quite easy, I think, as long as the project's right. I think it's As long as you're enjoying it. Yeah. yeah, and I think as long as I know that I'm not, you know, I'll not say that I'll be able to do something if I can't do it, basically. Yeah. And yeah. I, I wouldn't ever kind of go all guns blazing into a project and kind of want to um, learn as I go. In, in some cases, I, I can, so, but it's more personal work before I do it to a client, if you know what I mean. Mm-hmm. So if I did, do, if, I, if I wanted to do something 3D, for example, I wouldn't really take on 3D work. I'd do it in my own time. Yeah. Um, if that makes sense but yeah totally yeah yeah so, so for example touched... if, if if I went in for a team with with a team of 3D people I would, I would not do that you know yeah. then I would not I would not be comfortable you know you do what you you know your limits are I guess yeah and and it's really it's really good that you're doing things that are pushing yourself outside your com- comfort zone I think that is how um you overcome imposter syndrome and not having the confidence to do things I think back to when I was thinking about starting a podcast and the thought of it was extremely scary and I I had absolutely no idea how or where I was going to start but the the kind of mindset I have now is get just start get perfect later um, yeah absolutely yeah every master was once a disaster you know no one oh, ever started love off that. yeah love I nicked that. it I nicked that ah! it's not mine <laughs> I love it um take, take it <laughs> as far as I'm concerned this is like Daniel Clark the master of disaster the master was a disaster I love that yeah I'm, yeah. I'm putting, that on my, putting that on my bedroom wall <laughs> um so yeah we all face challenges and I think I think you've overcome a lot of yours and and there'll be others along the line and and it's the same for me um so the business has been running for a couple of years now yeah you have navigated a pandemic what I imagine there have been tremendous challenges but Mm. what's the biggest challenge would you say that you've come across since running your own business Mm, that's a really good question um I think it's probably um something we all neglect a bit and it's not something that instantly came to my head but um I think it's making time for yourself you know um giving yourself then boundaries of work and personal and letting yourself have that holiday have that day off have that week off you know and it's like you know I think in it's like in employment obviously you know you sort of have someone not breathing down your neck but you know pushing you from the boss direction saying okay keep keep doing your work you know keep pushing it keep doing it and I've got that in my head already yeah. um as a person um why haven't you done that you need to do this you need to do this <laughs> yeah. why are you, you're five minutes late to an imaginary time that you did you know um I I've got that voice in my head but I don't have the uh sort of um inside voice saying oh you know you need a break now you need a cup of tea mm-hmm. you need lunch you need to have a week off now because it's the middle of summer and you've not had a holiday yet you know um and I think uh that is very easy ne- to neglect especially when you've got the pressure of obviously you run your own business you know you want to do well you want to succeed you want to get more work um and I think that is very easy to listen to and not live the rest of your life <laughs> yeah so 
yeah I mean even if it's not a massive holiday even if it's a little break even if it's just a nice walk in the park with a drink and your dog that is what I live for now so yeah. I figured out what I want to do outside of work and I need to kind of keep pushing myself to give myself that and I think that's really easy to not let yourself out <laughs> yeah really easy and I yeah think I can definitely relate to that yeah um, and it's amazing how that you talked about that little voice in your head like that little bus person that you've got mm, that's bossing yeah. you around that little bus person is not a nice boss yes it's true <laughs> it's true I think that's it as well like we we it's, it, I'm glad you said that actually yeah because you know I, I think I read something it's like you know nowadays the five-day working week it's not really achievable anymore is it you know with obviously the the conventional woman as it were you know staying yeah. at home cooking every day yeah. would would be what you know the typical relationship would have been for that other partner to have had that five-day working week yeah. nine, till, nine till five whatever and it, it's like yeah when I think about it 100 what the hell's that about <laughs> I can't imagine doing a regular week I mean I did a regular week I did three regular weeks of work nine to five my lunch in the middle and I found it really hard and I, yeah. I was like what I can't have a, a two-hour lunch <laughs> like for me I like a two-hour lunch so I can have a really long walk yeah maybe even three or you know I'll just kind of walk and walk and walk and then I'll go home yeah. and then it's like oh so nice I've got outside and I wasn't get I wasn't getting out I was like I'm not got enough time for a, a really nice long walk um and it is so strange it is it's I think it's like um I think maybe I'm I'm probably accustomed to a probably lazier lifestyle than most <laughs> now um but I guess it's the nature of freelancing you don't always have those busy times and when you have the quiet times it's nice to kind of like if you've maybe got one job in a month that's a smaller job I know that I've got more time to do my own thing but it is it's it's, it's a very I think it's different for different people definitely not the same for everyone but for me for sure um I can't do a working week like that yeah. <laughs> it's so different yeah so you talked about your walks and your dog. Yeah, let's let's just talk about Ernie for a moment, actually. <laughs> he yeah. is super cute and regularly features on your stories. Um, <laughs> it looks like he gets a lot, lots of walks. Uh, how many walks does he get a day then? Oh, well, he still gets, he gets, well, when I'm busier, he gets one at lunchtime, a nice long walk at lunchtime, an hour, and then um we'll pill it'll be going out in the garden in the morning and in the evening um because I work from home all the time I just let mm-hmm. him out when he wants to go but um other than that because he's, he's a dash and cross so I don't want to walk him too much so I kind of have I like it can do like about a three to four hour walk but I mm-hmm. wouldn't really especially in the summer I would not definitely no. at the minute we've been doing barely any walks but we'd sort of have like about a, an hour at the least and then if it's a cool day that's quiet then I'll have like a three-hour walk mm. or maybe up to four and we'll go and get lunch together that's awesome we'll come back. that's brilliant but like I love walking yeah, that's yeah, awesome. yeah. yeah I find oh. it really helps with my productivity oh massively yeah yeah 100 percent. yeah is... it, it, it's so worth doing yeah is there anything mm. else that helps you when you're trying to get focused and trying to kind of feel energized and productive yeah um well, I guess I'm I'm not I'm not I'm not I'm quite bad at it because the boss person in my head again yeah. says, No, you don't have time for a walk, you've got to do this. But really, it's like you say you do have to get like my partner always tells me off for it and is like, Emily, get the hell off your desk and get away for a minute. 
because you're getting really sweaty and annoyed and it's not good <laughs> yeah. um, so it's it's that sort of thing isn't it but um doing something else that is the best you know having a drink having some food like um I sometimes get bad headaches like if I've not drank enough which is really easy to do mm. you know I'm really bad for that so yeah get off get a cup of tea I literally just spilled my cup of tea all over my desk <laughs> before we started oh no <laughs> yeah so I was like okay get another cup of tea prepare you know um and sometimes setting yourself lists of stuff because it's like um I know if I, I know like you know when you lay in bed and you're about to sleep and you think oh God's sake, I've got this to do. I've got this to do. Oh, I, sh- I just remembered I should have done that. Or, yeah. oh, tomorrow I must remember to. And then you don't end up sleeping and you end up yeah. thinking about that. Yeah. Um, to write it down. Like, I'm a massive, I'm a massive, massive list maker. Like, my notes and my phones are ridiculous. You know, just write it down, get it out, and or put a reminder on your calendar. Like, that's what I, like, if there's something in your head and you, you think, okay, I need to put a pin in it, but I do need to return to it, allow yourself to get away from it. Just put it on a reminder and, yeah, go for a walk, go get some food, get lunch or something. Um, it is, like, exercise is really good, you know. I, I'm not a gym person, but I do like walking. Mm. Um, so, yeah. I was at the gym again this morning. I, I, I know, I'm really jealous of you. Your motivation <laughs> is what I need. I would love to be a gym person. It's it would not, be so good. Honestly, it's not there all the time. And <laughs> it's because I've got a really good coach that... Oh, my God, so good. ...writes me a programme... And he knows what I'm I enjoy. He knows I'm he knows what I'm that. good at. We yeah. get the tunes on, you know. Oh, uh, yeah, and it's so jealous. Yeah, that's, that's, re- that's a really good idea. Yeah, having that, yeah. um, having someone, having a cheerleader, and someone that holds oh, you yes. accountable. Oh yes. I'm, you know, it's funny as well because so you sort of talk about like life things as well because you know when you have these sort of relationships with like a you know like your nail tech or your or your your PT, you know, or your, um, I don't know, like, uh, sometimes I chat to people on the customer service, you know, and I'm like, oh, yeah, and we start chatting about stuff. Yeah. Um, Do you sort of have that, like, it relieves you of work stress sometimes because you talk about it and you talk it out? I think it's just connection. Yes, definitely, You know, like, going to the gym this morning, it's a small gym, it's local, um, you know, it's independent. It doesn't have a lot of people in there, which I like. So there was one other guy there when I got there and then and then someone else turned up and then someone else turned up. So, you know, there's only around mm, three, three really to good. four people at a time. And you can have little conversations and someone actually, by me being there, someone was like, oh, actually, I think there's someone I know that you could help because <gasps> oh, I looked at no her way. branding and this, that yeah. and the other. So... You get these little conversations and then yeah. like really I was, yeah it is and like I was doing a plank <clears throat> excuse I me love that. oh my god someone I else was doing a this. side plank and we ah! were sort of in front of each other and she was like wobbling and a bit like oh and I was like keep going you oh, know and yeah. it's just it's just That's so good those moments of connection that that oh, yeah. yeah do help you take your mind off work and help mm. you kind of just yeah be be around people and and just kind of chat and yeah you've got a bit of you've got some common ground as well which helps oh yeah I love that plank bonding that is (laughs) that's aspirational that that is what I want to achieve (laughs) 
and it actually you know even just listening to podcasts I forget about it I love podcasts yeah. like that is the best that's the best way as well that's mm, a great way amazing oh my um, god I'm gonna go to the gym now oh yeah <laughs> maybe <laughs> I'm lying. I'm not. What am I doing? I, it's I fine. want to. You walking's just as good. You know what? Well, I think what it is. I went to the gym. The last time I went to the gym, I was really nearly sick because I, I'm a really idiotic fitness person. I don't do the right things, and I had a massive roast dinner. Oh, <laughs> I had a huge no. roast. It was on Sunday. Oh. I was like, oh yeah, I'm gonna have this great roast dinner. And then my partner's like, yeah, come on, let's go to the gym. And I was like, all right. And then I went and I did the, you know, the 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 back one, you know, yeah. that one. I went on that and I was like, I am going to, be, I'm going to puke. And I was just like, no, keep, and Jay was like, no, keep going through it. It's a phase. It's a wall. It's a wall. I'm like, it is not a wall. This is happening. <laughs> this is real. This is not going to be good. And so I literally ran to the toilet and I just deep breathe. I like, you know, that deep breathe that you do when you're trying to like hold yourself together. Yeah. Like, Oh, and no. I've never, I've never, I've never been since. Okay. <laughs> I've never been since. <laughs> I think you sound a lot more like responsible than me, though. Yeah, <laughs> I um, I don't go to the gym when I've eaten a lot of food. That is a definite yeah. no, no. You know, I'd, so, I only, yeah. I had a protein shake before I went, like a homemade one. Yeah, um, definitely see why people do that now. Just something light, and if if it's not protein, it's like a really light breakfast with some cereal or like a couple of eggs or something and that's it really yeah. and then you, you kind of eat lots afterwards then yeah um, that makes a lot more mm. sense yeah <laughs> you tell me now you tell me now <laughs> I should have been with you like when if I you want any gym. tips you know where I am <laughs> oh yeah I'm guaranteed like you've given me loads of pointers already like don't eat with a massive Sunday dinner that's a great one I mean, you'd think <laughs> that my partner would have told me, though. I mean, why? Yeah. It's just like he, he wanted it to happen. Out. He could have helped oh, yeah. you out a bit. Could have spared me that. Um, but, yeah. never. But, but you sound great at the gym. Like, <laughs> your, what you do at the gym is what people should do. <laughs> but yeah. I like to go in the morning um, mm. because I, I find it's the best time of day for me. And then I get back and that's when I'm the most productive um yeah what about for you when are you most productive when do you get your best work done Ooh, I think some I think that like I'm, I'm more of a morning person than an evening person um which is is quite good with the freelance sort of life that we have isn't it you can choose obviously your working hours you can and it's great with the gym because you can go when you want and it's quiet for other people I find that I I quite like starting at nine because it gets me up and I'm like, okay, I'm at the desk now. And I'm 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 not a morning person, so I'm not an evening person, but I hate getting up. So <laughs> <laughs> I don't like working in the evening and okay. I I don't like getting up early, but I would rather get up early. And then I'm 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 ready for the day and I've got more hours in the day. So I flag if I if I leave it too late. So I, if I had to choose a be a morning person. But the base, I started, I would start at nine, eight thirty to nine, and yeah. then I'm more productive at about two or three o'clock because I've settled into it. Yeah. So I found that this week, definitely for sure, that when it kind of, when kind of push, push comes to shove, I get the most done two, two or three o'clock, okay. half three. That's my golden hour. Yeah. But, but I have to start early and I, I get a lot done, but I'm quite fast in that time because I've kind of been, you know, in the motion of it yeah. like is it because you know you're gonna finish soon you're gonna clock off 
maybe i think so <laughs> that might be it it definitely feels like you're over the hump I think, yeah. and you're like okay right i'm on a roll it feels like your roles built up if that makes sense yeah no <laughs> it does yeah um so um obviously you know you're running your own business now i'm sure you've learned a lot is there anything that you wished you'd have known before you started your own business? Oh, that is a good question. Oh, my goodness. Hmm. I think. Anything I wish I'd known? Um, I wish I'd thought about budgeting for tax better because it's sort of always been, it's something people don't talk about as well. I did that talk, obviously, a few weeks ago and loads of people came up to me afterwards. I was like, oh, I'm sorry. I didn't want to, t- I didn't want to ask you this in case it were rude. You know, like in front of other people. Yeah. Um, but oh, do you pay a pension? Do you? How yeah. do you price this? And this and that. And I'm like, oh yeah, I wish you. I wish people would talk about it more. You know. Um. But yeah, tax like um. You know, organizing it, especially the first year. Um. Which I, I still paid fine and everything, but I wish I'd made it easy for myself. So like, I wish I'd budgeted. You know, okay, this needs to come out this month. You know, this every ongoing monthly, like yeah. a like a bill. Yeah. Into, your, into what you need to pay for your tax, what you pay for pension. Um, you know stuff like that mm. but you know I think you can work out I have an account in the helps obviously I know what's coming up in the next quarter or the next you know um, financial year and I know how much I'll need to pay by x amount yeah. of amount, amount months and um, you know rather than obviously I think the first year I think I, I think I pretty much left it until I needed to pay it <laughs> and then I paid it yeah one. but um, I could have just like you know okay I'm gonna send x amount of months a, a month you know to to my savings part and then it can come out you yeah. know so it's it's less that comes out obviously for you at once um but yeah that's that's the, that's something that would have been good yeah, which, yeah. Totally always agree. useful yeah. yeah I'm not a fan of numbers oh no me neither I am <laughs> worse I oh, maths has always been such a struggle for me so mm. I, that's partly I think why it comes in like I've I think I've definitely got some maths issues and I, I it's something I think as creatives as well it's something that I think a lot of people are like oh it's boring and you know I didn't really think about it too much I'd, I'd so, I've always paid my tax but it was obviously a lot more when I was full-time than when I was part-time mm. and I didn't really think about it until I needed to and I was like oh well that's gonna go now so <laughs> you know but um obviously it would have been worse if I couldn't have paid it off but yeah. you know it would have just been better if I'd have done it gradually rather than in one but budgeted um, and planned yeah. ahead yeah, I mean, I know some people, it's like me and my partner are two very different people with, like, how we prefer to do things. Like, I prefer to sort of pay something off in one, and he'd think, he's sort of like, why struggle and you could just pay it off bit by bit mm. um, with no interest sort of thing. And it's like, oh, yeah, well, I like to get it done, and then I don't have to think about And, you know, it, I'm, a, I'm a person of principle in my head, which may, but the principle doesn't always make sense to me. So sometimes it's just in my head that, oh, you know, I want to get it gone. I don't want it on my plate. I want it gone. But, you know, for this, like, attack, rather than just leaving it, you know, and knowing that, knowing it's there, but I could just take a bit out of every job and, you know, make it a bit more of a broken down process than, okay, yeah. I've got a big, a big amount to save. Just, yeah. yeah, work out how much you need to make and then work out how much needs to come off that and then put it away and it'll just, yeah, break it down for you. But, um, That's good yeah. advice. I hope so. Yes. But people might, people might work differently. People might prefer to do you know um just wing it and pay it at the end (laughs) yeah don't yeah i think maybe not i think budgeting and planning ahead is definitely better (laughs) isn't it it's um you know you know what's happening and it's not a bit 
it's not a big shock as well. Oh yeah, definitely. Um, yeah, yeah. So I'm trying to think, yeah, there's nothing else. Yeah. <laughs> okay. So yeah, cool. Um, tax. Yeah, no one likes talking about tax, but as you say, mm. it's important, and and yeah. it's not something that you really know and think about before you start a business because it's all kind of covered for for you. It happens. Mm. You see it on your payslip, and it's all done. So yeah, good yeah. advice. Um, yeah. So before we sort of start to wrap up, I just wanted to know, as an illustrator and as someone that's a business owner that's worked with lots of clients and built their own brand and and is actively, you know, making um, making work that you enjoy um, and making money um is there a piece of advice that you could give to someone that's thinking about starting out and maybe thinking along the lines of of what you do you know within illustration yeah that's a that's a really good um question um i think um there's a lot of things you can do and it, it i think it's really it can be scary the more you think about it i think it a lot of the fear was taken away with my situation because there was sort of a lack of choice in it. And a lot of, obviously when you've got the choice, it's a bit more back and forth in your mind. Oh, should I do it? Should I not do it? Is this the right time? Is it not? Um, so it, I think obviously if you've not had the choice, you kind of have to do it. If you do have the choice, it doesn't have to be as drastic a jump as what obviously my situation was or what, uh, what other people's might be. Cause I know so many freelancers that have a part-time job or have a, bit of other income or they do something else they have something on the side and they build it up and then they go full-time if they want or they keep the side thing because it's nice and they enjoy it you know there's just yeah there's absolutely no there's more than one way to skin a cat isn't there? and I think for sure that is the case it doesn't have to be a big daunting jump it could be just like a, a small step in the direction you want to go in and yeah I think um, I saw something quite useful and it was like figure out what you're what you actually want your goal to be and if, it, if it's really unachievable, break it down and figure out the steps you need to take to get to that big goal. So um, I know some of my big goals and then I've kind of broken down. OK, so little steps at a time, day by day. What do I need to do? Sometimes a bit of personal work, might need to do this, that and the other. Um, I know the clients I want to work with. So will I need to get to know to work with them? Who will? What sort of work would they like? And break it down and kind of work backwards from where you want to be. Because rather than kind of look at something that you think is totally unachievable and a massive feat to undertake, it might be better thinking, oh, okay, well, I could do, I could change this small part of my life and it could help me get to where I want to be. And all those little changes and all those little um, things that you do that are positively acting towards where you want to be are going to make, you know, pay off and get there. Or you can make the big jump and work that way either. You know, I think it, it's it's all down to circumstance and it's how comfortable you are, isn't it? And I think, you know, it's good to be uncomfortable, but also it's good to know your limits as well. And you should do what you want to do at the end of the day. If it's too much, if it's too stress, too much stress and too much, you know, to do it bit by bit. And then when you're comfortable to do something more bigger, or if you want to just do it all in one and you want to kind of go for it and see what happens, then that's really good too. But yeah, it's it, I think breaking stuff down is good making yeah. notes seeing what you want to achieve and making it achievable like yeah. that I think very yeah useful. having smart goals mm, yeah goals that are there's there's it's an acronym I think it's a specific measurable 
um oh yeah achievable right. realistic um and time, time yeah mm. that that you attach time into it something like yeah that. Like, oh yeah that's it yeah, yeah that sounds yeah. good yeah. yeah like I think for sure it's something that I think is quite useful working backwards awesome <laughs> well that's again really good advice um it's been great having you on. Um, oh, thank you for having me on. It's been really <laughs> nice chatting to you. It's been so fun. <laughs> yeah, it has. And for people that want to find you, maybe they want to see you work or find out how yeah. they can work with you, where can cool. listeners find you online? Fab. Uh, so I've got Instagram, which is uh, my handle is M Redfern. So I think that's on everything actually. Yeah, that's on everything. Yeah. So Twitter, LinkedIn, all that jazz. <laughs> uh it's all the same on that. Uh so instead of Emily, it's just M Ron Redfern. And then my website is emilyredfern.co.uk and my email is Emily at red uk. And I think that's about all of it. <laughs> awesome. Awesome. Oh, thank you. Thank you so nice. much for coming on today. Uh, no, really thank you. Thank it. you. Thank you for inviting me on. It's been ever so fun. Yeah. It's been so cool chatting to you. Thank you for listening to Build Better Brands. I am so grateful to have you tuning into the show and I'd love to thank you personally. So wherever you are in the world, remember to tag at Danielle Clark Creative in your social media posts and stories. Let us know when you're listening. We want to know what you've enjoyed about the show and give you a shout out. And if you would like to help more people like you discover the show, please subscribe and leave us a review on iTunes. It's going to help us rank higher and reach more listeners. It's also a great way for us to help you with the problems your brand might be facing. Suggest a topic in your review and we might feature it and you in one of our episodes. Thanks again for listening. See you next time.